Hey guys, it's Cream, aka Miss Cream of the Crop, and I'm outside and I'm enjoying the weather for now. <laughs> I'm enjoying the weather and I wanted to say welcome to a new episode of Conversations with Cream. I hope you guys gained something from this episode. I know it's kind of all over the place because I recorded the audio in two different places, but I was genuinely coming from my heart and off the top of my head, and I'm just so grateful to be back, and I am excited about recording new podcasts for you guys and all of the amazing things that I've been working on this year, so I just wanted to let you guys uh, leave you with this before you get into the podcast and this is just something that I feel right now and it goes with today's topic so um just want to let you guys know I trust that everything is happening for me exactly how and when it should I no longer rush or force anything I surrender I flow and I know that I'm being divinely guided and supported in every step of the way I hope that this podcast helps guide you guys and helps you find ways to be supported. But um, as I said, welcome to Conversations with Cream. Hey guys, I just wanted to come and talk to you a little bit about my rebranding and my new merch, my new line, everything that's going on and the, um, what, what do I want to say, the inspiration behind everything that I'm putting out right now. So 2020 has been what some people may call a crazy year. It's been an eye-opening year. It has definitely been a year of vision. We have had time to sit still and look at and reflect. I would say reflect. I was going to say look at everything, but we've had time to reflect on our lives we've had time to reflect on the world our country our city our state our surroundings our community everything and it is definitely the year of 2020 vision and I know that people were using hey I'm gonna have my 2020 vision on at the beginning of the year and before this year started because we all came into 2020 very optimistic and then things went a little awry very quickly and people started saying I am hoping that we can rewind and go back to 2019 and just do a a do-over and that is something that I have said a couple of times like yeesh 2020 oh my gosh what are you bringing or what have you brought to us but I am actually grateful for the time that I've had to sit still if you know me then you know I am always a busy person I have never not been busy and this is the first time in maybe 20 years or more that I've been home for basically the entire year. I've never been home for 12 full months, ever. I've never not traveled. I've never, you know, not packed a bag. This is the first time in my life that I've never gone anywhere in my entire life. 
and it felt weird at first and I was telling a few people that my daughter Haley was like mom I know that you are going through it because you never 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 ever ever um you've never been in the house this long you've never uh not traveled somewhere she's like I know you're going crazy and at first I was but And then I sat back and I appreciated the time off. I know that this time has been hard for a lot of people uh, mentally, spiritually, financially. And I'm not going to say that the pandemic hasn't affected my coins because I essentially work in the entertainment business and not that much is going on in the entertainment business as far as making money is concerned. So this gave me the opportunity to not be too busy to do some of the things that I wrote down in my books, you know, things that I journaled about, things that I have been looking forward to doing, but I just never had any time. I always put myself on the back burner and put my clients and everyone else first. And for the first time, I actually had time to put myself first and no one else. Of course, you know, still doing things for my family children but this is the first time that I actually had time to do things for me and do something that I wanted to do and work on my brand and work on new things and sit back and actually be self-full and ask myself what is it that you want to do What is it that you really want to do? What are some things that you would like to change? And I looked through all of my journals and everything that I have written anything on. And I just reflected on everything. And I did a spiritual evaluation. And I took some time to actually sit with myself and find out what the woman or the girl, the teenager deep down inside, what has she been pushing down? What has she been avoiding doing for herself because she was so busy doing for everyone else? You know, I've been saying this a lot lately that I've always been the person who would go out and make the money, buy the dinner, cook the dinner, set the table, fix everyone's plates, make sure they eat, but then everyone would leave and I would have to wash the dishes, clean up, you know, go and make more money to replenish the food that I cooked for everyone else and I just felt like I had had it I said I am sick of fixing everyone's plate I am sick of you know setting the cooking the I am sick of setting everything else up for everyone else fixing their plate you know handing it to them walking them to their seat I have had it and I need a break and I took that break and I really focused on myself mentally, physically, and spiritually. Spiritually was the hardest 
because when you delve into your 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 spiritual self it reveals things that you already knew but you just kept avoiding you kept ignoring and you kept telling yourself like ah you know I'm good but when you're really honest with yourself and you really delve into the spiritual side of things no matter what it is that you believe your spirituality belongs to you and it's personal and it's something that you have to do for yourself and not someone else and I think that's where a lot of people's spirituality gets entangled for lack of a better word it gets entangled because so many of us have been raised based on our family spiritual beliefs and our family spirituality and even though we get older and we realize that our family's beliefs in spirituality is different than ours we still hold ourselves accountable to the thoughts and beliefs that they hold themselves accountable to even though we realize it's not working for us and it hasn't been working for us for a really long time and it affects our personal relationship with ourselves. It, it affects our relationships with our significant others. It affects our relationship with our friends. It just affects our life. And we know that these things are affecting us. But we're so busy trying to be spiritual based on our family's spiritual beliefs that we lose ourselves and it's hard to get over that. It's really hard to get over that. And you spend so much time trying to find who you are because you spent so much time being what everyone else told you that you had to be. And one of those things that is the biggest thing that you spend uh One of those things that you spend the most time undoing is undoing the things that your family taught you spiritually. And that is something that I have been working on for a really long time, but now I actually had the time to really focus on my own spiritual beliefs and beings okay I'll be right back I have to take a break all right guys I'm back I was driving when I was recording the earlier audio that you guys heard so now I am in my office and I am stationary and I should be able to record a little better and the sound won't be so airy in the background so anyway I apologize for the quality of the beginning of the first what 10 minutes of this podcast but getting back into what I was saying a lot of us are introduced to spirituality through our family and a lot of times we are held to the standards 
of the religion that our parents, grandparents, and family introduces us to. And a lot of those standards that we have been taught and held to affect us when we become adults. It even affects us when we're teenagers and children, but we don't really notice how much it affects us until we really start delving into our own spiritual beliefs and our own spirituality, or when we really become ourselves and we live alone and we start living our life on our own terms, you start realizing how the religion that your family or lack thereof has affected your life. And how much it may i'm not saying this is this is true for everyone and i'm not saying that spirituality or religion is bad for everyone everyone has their choice to choose what type of spiritual beliefs they want to believe in but for the most part most of us don't choose our original or initial um religion or uh spiritual practices just passed down to you from um, generation to generation. It's kind of like, oh, my family's Catholic, so I'm Catholic too. Oh, my family's Baptist, so I'm Baptist too. And it's just like, it's just something that you don't even think about. It's just, that's what it is. And you find yourself being held to the standards of that religion that you didn't even choose for yourself. And I'm the type of person that feels like we all, once we get older, we all should be free or even as children, because that's the way that we raise our kids. We allow them to choose. And I know that this might not sit right with everyone, but I knew and know, I, from my experience, I have experienced living the life of a child that was made to be a religion that made me feel uncomfortable. I'll get into that in a totally different podcast, but I am unpacking a lot of things till this day from being a part of the religion that I was made to be a part of as a kid. And it was totally different. It gave us a totally different life than what I was used to. It totally changed everything about my life. It changed everything about my mom and my relationship with her. It changed everything about my immediate family's relationship with the rest of our family and the things that I saw and the way that the religion made me feel and some of the things that the children that were part of our church and congregation suffered because of the religion that our parents chose, it was something that I just said, I'm never doing that to my children. I'm never choosing my children's spirituality for them. I'm never choosing their religion for them. I will teach them how to be a good human being. And as long as they are a good and kind-hearted human being and they respect others and themselves and their community, then I'm happy. As long as they know right from wrong and that is the basis of who they are as a person, among other things, then I'm okay with that. And if they seek out religion on their own, then they're welcome to do so because it's something that they chose and it's something that they feel a connection with. I have allowed my children to go to hall with their grandmother. I've allowed them to go to church with my great aunt. And that was my way of allowing them to experience different types of religion and spirituality 
for themselves and if they enjoyed it if it made them feel however they needed it to feel if it made them feel great inside and they chose to practice that religion or spirituality I was okay with that or I am okay with that but for the most part my kids are just spiritual beings just like myself but I just vowed that I would never do that to my children and I did not I kept that promise to myself and the universe that I would not do that to my children because so many people that I know of are still trying to unpack things that happened to them because of the religion that they were made to practice as a child and that same religion that their parents can't let go of that their parents constantly are on them for not practicing right now and they're constantly being made to feel like they're missing something or there's something wrong with them or they're disappointing their parents and their parents are so sad because they can't believe that you're not blah 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 and it's like look at me as a human being look at my life as a whole and pay attention to the good person that I am the good things that I've accomplished, the way that I treat people, the way that I treat you, the way that I respect myself and others, that should let you know that you raised me to be an amazing person. And whether or not I practice your religion should not have any merit on whether or not I go to your heaven or hell because I'm not sitting in the same pew that you sit in. I shouldn't have to sit in your pew in order to prove to you that I am an amazing, kind-hearted, respectful individual. I think that that's something that a lot of us have that grew up in a religious household. I think that's something that a lot of us have either run towards or have run away from. And some people run away from it in their own way as far as really being rebellious against it. Like, if your church said you couldn't wear pants, you couldn't wear makeup, like you wear pants and makeup to the extreme. And some people just find other ways to be one with themselves and find other ways to be spiritual. And, you know, you don't really rebel. It's not really a big deal. You just quietly move away from it and you build your life for yourself and you respectfully decline whenever you're invited to go and visit. <laughs> that so happens to be me. But I respect everyone's beliefs as long as what they believe isn't harming others and you're not out here making other people feel less than because they don't believe in what you believe in. I'm all for people having and finding their own spiritual selves and, and practicing their own spirituality because everyone has to find their own center. Everyone has to find what makes them grounded and helps them get through the day and I feel like your sexuality, your spirituality belongs to you and no one else. It's yours. And what you choose to do with that, as long as you aren't harming yourself and others, whatever you choose to do with that, as long as you're not harming yourself and others, is your choice. So going back to what I was talking about earlier in the horrible audio part of this podcast was 2020 and everyone saying that this year is the year of vision and it has revealed so many things to people especially since we are sitting more still than normal because even if you're still going to work even if you are an essential worker for the most part almost everything is closed like people are still kind of traveling but not like they used to 
So you have more time to have vision. You have more time to focus on your vision. You have more time to gain clarity on what your vision is supposed to be. And for me, that is something that I worked on this year. And oh my gosh, when I tell you that I had some heavy conversations with myself, some heavy revelations within my relationship, heavy revelations within myself, just with others, with my team, this year has really been a gift and a curse. But I don't really want to, yes, it's been a gift and a curse. Because there's so many things going on in the world that have always been going on. But this year has really, really made everyone hone in on all of the atrocities and tragedies that are happening within the black community, the LGBT community, against women Things that have happened in other countries against people of color. This year has really made everyone pay attention to the things that was easy for them to ignore all of these years because they could find something to distract them. They could find something to focus their eyes on and and turn their head and have a blind eye. But this year was like, you don't have anywhere to go. I'm not letting you go anywhere. And you're going to focus on this. And you're going to pay attention. You're either going to march for justice or show everyone that you've always been a person that didn't care about anyone else. And the other thing that this year also did was it made people realize how much they how much time they wasted by not going after those dreams and actually putting those thoughts into action and staying in jobs that they hate and hate it. This year made people realize that they could really start that business. That they could really go on that vacation, even if it was at home. It made people realize that taking a break and getting some rest really isn't going to make your life implode like you think it's going to implode. And I really, my heart goes out to everyone that lost their homes that lost their jobs and anything else that was affected in their life because of this pandemic. I don't want to get into other things in regards to that should have never happened and our government should have been way more steadfast and hands-on when it came to helping the citizens of the United States of America. I don't really want to talk about that because this podcast is all about the rebranding, the revision that 2020 has brought you guys and me. So for me, what 2020 did for me was it really made me focus on 
everything that I wrote down in a journal, wrote down in a planner, and put it on the shelf. This year said, you have no excuse to not accomplish some of these things that you continuously add to this really long to-do list. And I'm not going to lie and say I didn't struggle because I really was was working on myself and I really was working on my toxic traits. And even though I didn't realize that my traits were not just toxic for me, but they were toxic for other people. And what I mean by that is, is I am always talking to you guys about me being an enabler. And I always think that I have improved on my enabling, but every year or whenever I tend to really, really focus on myself and focus inward on things that I need to change, I realize that I'm not as over being an enabler as I thought that I was. It may be not as strong of enabling as as it used to be. I feel like each year my grip of enabling gets lesser and lesser. And this year, I just let it go. And it felt weird at first, but I feel amazing. And I had to realize that enabling others is also just as toxic as any other toxic trait. Because when you enable other people, that doesn't help them. Because if you're not there, they aren't able to do the things that you enabled them with me doing everything for everyone doesn't help them if I'm always tying your shoes and I never show you how to tie your shoes you're never going to know how to tie your shoes so I need to just stop tying your shoes show you how to I should tie your shoes one last time and while I am tying your shoes at one last time I should be showing you how to do it yourself and stay there in that moment until you show me that you've caught on, you got it, and now I can let you go. <sighs> okay, this year was all about letting people go. And I've been dropping people off <laughs> for the past couple of years. But what I realized was that I was letting people go too fast, too soon for just everything. And that comes from a lot of things that I hadn't unpacked. And I wasn't sure. Well, I don't want to say I wasn't sure. It was a lot of things I had unpacked from the inside that I didn't realize weren't unpacked. So this year, I reflected on a lot of things that I've done throughout the years. And I have been working on those things. And I feel so much lighter. The other part of this year, or the other revelation that this year brought to me was in regards to my health. Now, I gained some weight. And it pains me to have to say that out loud, but I gained some weight. It is what it is. I have never been this size before in my life. And it's hard because, you know, I work in entertainment and it's all about looks and your body and all these different things. So sometimes you can feel somewhat insecure, but I'm a very confident person and I don't dislike myself, but it is kind of weird seeing your body with extra meat when you're not used to having that much extra meat. But a part of my weight gain has come from different conditions that I have. And it's something that I can't necessarily help. And 
I have learned to live through these things. And what I mean by learning to live through these things is before I would allow my health to really stress me out. And one of the things that affects what I am living through is stress. So (laughs) the stress of having to live with, with these ailments was making the ailments worse because my life as an entrepreneur in itself is somewhat stressful. And then I'm already stressing about stressing out about the ailments. So I'm stressing myself out about something that I can't, that I should not. Okay. So here's the thing. I was stressing myself out, which was making the ailments worse, but I was stressing. And, and when they got worse, it made me more stressed out about the ailments affecting my body. And I was doing myself harm and I couldn't see progress because I was stressing out about the ailment and the stress was making the ailment worse. And I was stressing out about it getting worse. So what I'm saying is that I was making myself sick. Er. And I said to myself, you don't have anywhere to go. Why are you stressed out? No one can see you. Except for when you're doing your videos or taking pictures. No one can see you. So why are you stressed out? Allow your... Relax. You've had these ailments for years. It's not like this is new. Relax. Relax. Let your body heal itself. Let your body do what it's supposed to do. And freaking relax. Also, no one's perfect. And that's a part of 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 um what i was saying carrying the trauma from your childhood and one i don't know if this is can be considered trauma but one of the things that i carry around with me from my childhood is the need to be perfect because that is how i was raised like i had to get good grades i couldn't play outside and play well i could go outside but there were certain ways and things that I couldn't do if I went outside to play because I'm a girl and girls aren't supposed to have scars on their legs and girls are supposed to sit a certain way and act a certain way and look a certain way and be a certain way and you're supposed to speak like this and carry yourself like that and I carried all those things with me so that's one of the reasons that my um my ailments were stressing me out because it was changing <laughs> everything about me as a woman. And it was making all the perfect things imperfect. And I didn't know what to do I did, because it was out of my control. I couldn't change what was going on with me. And it was bothering me. And I was stressing myself out about it. And this year, I said, no one's perfect. And no one expects you to be perfect but you. And the people in your family that expect you to be perfect, like, they're not, they're not even paying your bills. Like, <laughs> they matter, but not at the expense of your health. So I let go of a lot of anxieties when it 
comes to my parents, I let go of a lot of anxieties when it comes to some of the things that I was taught in regards to being a perfect woman. And I feel amazing. Like I get my legs wrapped and I've never wanted to go anywhere when my legs were wrapped before. I didn't know how to, you know, I'm very, I'm, I love fashion. I, I'm, I'm a very stylish person. But the first two years when I got my legs wrapped, I made it feel like a death sentence. And I didn't want anyone, I didn't want anyone to know. I didn't want anyone to see me like, like this. I couldn't figure out what I was going to wear and I would get uh, flustered every time I needed to get dressed. And this year I had an epiphany and what gave me that epiphany was when my doctor said, Hey, you're going to have to do rap therapy again. So here's the thing. Before we were quarantined, I went to an appointment and my doctor said, Hey, you'll be able to have the, the pumps. You don't have to you don't have to worry about the wraps or anything and all the other stuff. I, like I said, I'll talk about everything in another podcast, but my doctor said, Hey, you were going to order pumps. You know, you put it on your legs, give me all the instructions, whatever. But literally a day or two, maybe a week, but I really think it was like a day or two after that appointment, <laughs> everything shut down in Ohio and everywhere else. We were basically quarantined. So the company that was supposed to be working with me to get my pumps called me and my representative said, hey, my name's Dave and I'm just calling to let you know that I'm your representative, but I also want to let you know that when I came into work this morning, they told us that we were going to be furloughed. So I don't know how long that's going to last. And I'm not really sure if we're going to be working from home, but we shall see. Fast forward, I go to my follow-up appointment with my doctor about two or three weeks ago. Yeah, three, three weeks ago the end of September, I go to my, my doctor's appointment and he goes, so how's, how are the pumps working? Blah, blah. And I said, well, you know, everything shut down. So we weren't able to get the pumps. And he said, well, that means you're going to have to start everything all over again. And that means you have to go get your legs wrapped. Oh my God. The dreaded wrap therapy guys this is this is the third time that i'm having to wear these cast like wraps in these surgical shoes <laughs> and i just looked at him with this fake smile and i said oh, okay cool so i told myself i said listen this isn't the previous years you're not extremely busy there aren't a bunch of fancy entertainment events going on you don't really have anywhere to go so the cool thing is is that it's a pandemic so your legs can be wrapped while you're at home and your feet up and no one will even know don't even worry about it so i started 
talking myself out of feeling this rap therapy anxiety. And this is something that I have been working on this entire year. Every time a negative thought comes into my mind, I make myself think of a positive thought to cancel out the negative thought. I make myself think of a different scenario. So instead of being down about having to get my legs wrapped again, I said, how can I spin this into something positive for my brain to focus on? So I told my brain, hey, we don't have any events. No one's going to see your legs wrapped. You are stressing yourself out about something that you haven't even started yet. So don't worry about it. I didn't worry about it. I made my appointments for my rap therapy. Met my rap therapist. She looks at my leg. She measures them and she says, we're going to fix this. But I just want to let you know that you didn't do anything wrong. You've been doing everything right. Although you're having a flare up right now. Your legs look better than ever. And you just have to understand that this is something that you're probably going to have to do once a year for the rest of your life unless they come up with something new and that made me feel so good because what if I had stressed out wait wait the other the other amazing part was she said I would only have to go through rap therapy for three weeks which is great because typically a rap therapy lasts forever also I live in a colder climate and we actually have fall so typically I would have rap therapy in the dead of summer for months and I would just be extremely uh hot but this being fall actually it's like having on leg warmers (laughs) so when she said it's not your fault you did everything right this is just something that you have to do once a year no one ever told me that this is the first time that someone basically didn't say this you know like didn't make me feel bad and this is just something I have to do every year so now in my brain now that I know that this is something that I have to look forward to possibly every year it's kind of like I'm prepared now I'm that type of person that likes to plan I like to be prepared so now that I know that this is something that I have to do every year it's like oh I'm prepared now like (laughs) bring it on and I only have to do this for three weeks and she said that she's going to help me get my pump and she's going to be working on it during these three weeks of rap therapy and of course they document your progress but that made me feel so good it made me feel so good that I was no longer embarrassed to let people see my legs like, I literally hop out my truck now and I walk proudly into the store. I volunteered at an event to help um, bag lunches for the women and men's shelter. I walked right into the gymnasium in front of everyone with my legs wrapped. I also posted a picture of myself with my leg wraps on my Instagram page. And my caption said, um, if you told me three years ago that I would actually post a full body picture with my leg wraps included I probably wouldn't believe you and when I posted that and I got all those likes and it wasn't about the likes 
it was just the fact that no one cared. <laughs> All these years, I have been hiding different things about my ailments because I just, I don't know, I, I just didn't want to deal with, I just didn't want to deal with the disappointment of my imperfections. I don't I know that doesn't make sense to you guys, but that's pretty much what was running through my head. I didn't want to deal with disappointing other people with my imperfections and I also didn't want anyone to constantly be concerned about what was wrong with me and so I just hid everything from everyone. But now I have a whole series showing people how to dress with um, their leg wraps and encouraging people with this condition. I have lymphedema for you guys. This is just one of the ailments that I have, but I have lymphedema. But I have a whole series about um, styling yourself while you're going through wrap therapy. Like I came up with this entire just creative way to live with this with these leg wraps and if you guys just if you guys could just understand how amazing that is for me because this is something that has literally stressed me out for a very long time and this year I actually conquered this like I conquered this it may not be a big deal to you guys but it's a big deal to me and if you know anyone or if you suffer from any type of ailment or condition that you'll have for the rest of your life I don't even I don't want to call it an ailment I don't even want to say suffer but if you live with a condition that you'll probably have for the rest of your life then you'll understand where I'm coming from because it affects every if it affects everything your thoughts you know what you can or may not be able to do it just affects everything and I feel like I conquered this because I freely walk around with my legs wrapped I look cute every day <laughs> and I just look back at all the other years and and, and I say what word what was wrong like what how 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 did you not how are you unable to <laughs> how are you unable to think this way but I'm not gonna beat myself up for things that happened in the past everything happens the way it's supposed to and you have to go through things in order to get the lesson and I'm a true believer in things have to happen in order for other things to happen so I'm happy to be in this stage of my life that I'm in right now and not allowing things that I have no control over when it comes to my health not allowing those things to bother me and control me especially my thoughts so I'm very proud of myself for that so how does this tie into the rebranding of of my company the rebranding of me I'm putting out new merch and two things that I wake up feeling every day is thankful and grateful those two words are always 
on my mind. And it's so crazy because as I have become more thankful and more grateful, I see these words everywhere. When I say everywhere, I'm saying I literally, I see these words everywhere. And these two words are the power behind my new brand. These two words are the power behind my new brand. And, or the rebranding of the merchandise. And I can't wait to share everything with you guys, but I don't know if this podcast is random, (laughs) if it sounds like it's all over the place. As you can see from my last podcast post, it's been a long time since I've talked to you guys. And I was stuck. Oh my gosh, I had the biggest block, mental block, and I just couldn't do anything. I couldn't record a podcast. I couldn't record a YouTube video. I was blocked. I was stuck. And I feel so unstuck today. And I just pulled out my phone, which is why the first nine or ten minutes of this podcast sounds the way that it it does because I was in the car and I said, I just need to record this right now. But I appreciate you guys if you made it to the end. And thank you so much for supporting me. I hope this podcast has encouraged someone. Um, I know that I've talked about spirituality on a previous podcast, but that was on my mind today. And I can't wait to have another conversation with you guys because I have so much to talk about. But thank you so much for being tuned into this random (laughs) podcast where I just felt like having this conversation with you guys. So thank you so much. I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day.